Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Welcome back to America's Heroes Group's Roundtable today. We're talking about historically underserved farmers and ranchers. Today is Saturday, July 15th, 2023. July is American Diabetes and National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. Our host is Cliff Kelly. I'm your co-host today, Deborah Dunhart, U.S. Air Force veteran and also host of our Women Have a Voice broadcast talk show. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith. Our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega, Scouts Honor Production. And on our panel today, we have Sam Cobb. Sam is an agronomist or crop production and soil management specialist. He recently retired after working with the USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service for 30 years. Sam has been involved in agriculture since the age of three and is currently the only African-American date farmer in the United States. Sam, thank you so much for being here today. Hey, thank you, Deborah. Happy to be with you. Now, Sam, you are a very successful date farmer right now um, in California. How 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 is California right now? In your location? <laughs> well, where I am, sitting in the desert in my date field, in the spot that I am at, it is one hundred and twenty four degrees. And that's a hot one. That's definitely a hot day. I hope you have air conditioner on right now. <laughs> air conditioner is blowing, yes. All right, great. Now, Sam, like I said, you're a successful date farmer right now. You're, you're actually on your farm right now. Um, you've had some challenges along the way to get to where you are. Can you share with some of those and what other crops you, you tried before you, you know, ended up with dates? Oh, uh, yeah. Dates was... Uh... A trippy crop. I started out, believe it or not, growing uh, radishes, and radishes are ready in 21 days. But <laughs> before it was all over, I was growing dates, uh, which are ready in 21 years. But we can talk about that a little bit later. But I grew all kinds of stuff, trying to find the right thing to grow. I grew turnips, beans, okra, watermelons, cassava melons, bell peppers, cucumbers, zucchini, corn, tomatoes. Uh, mustard greens, everything that I thought I could make money on, which turned out to be nothing. <laughs> In the 1980s, my farm became a nonprofit organization, so I quit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you you went bankrupt, right? At one point. Yeah, yeah, and we lost it all. We lost it all. But but we were young and we kept. What what Go kept ahead. me going? Yes. What kept you going through all of that? I mean, that's tough to start and stop and lose money and kind of like, you know, continue to still go, you know, for, for what you really wanted to do. Yeah. What kept you going? 
ah, well, I'll be more kind and remember that uh, this is a back and forth conversation. I'm sorry for talking over you. Well, what kept me going through those tough tough times in the 80s um, after going under, uh, I my whole life, you know, I just look for an encouraging word from wherever I could find it. And sometimes I had to just encourage myself. You know, I would look for an encouraging word in church, on the radio, music, poems, sayings, superheroes, any and all of them, but especially underdogs. Uh, underdog, um, he was always much stronger than he looked. He was much stronger than the shoeshine boy <laughs> he pretended to be. So I said, that's me. That, that is Sam Cobb. I am much stronger than I look. <laughs> so Absolutely. Like that. That's great. <laughs> I love that. Now, you know, you've been farming. You're involved in agriculture for a long time, you know, through your work and also, you know, just since you were a kid. Have you... Faced, and, you know, sometimes this conversation comes up, you know, in circles and people always wonder, you know, have you as an African-American farmer and involved in agriculture ever faced any type of discrimination in trying to fulfill your dream as a farmer? Well, you know, Deborah, Sam Cobb is Mr. Positive, Mr. Can Do. It, quite honestly, I just refuse to be a victim. Uh, I consider myself a victor in everything that I do. So if I did face any discrimination, uh, uh, you know, it was, I turned it into a, a positive. And uh, I probably won whoever discriminated against me to my side. And they became a friend in the end. But uh, uh, I, I, I have not had any problems. That's great. That's great. Um, and so let's talk about your date. Okay. So. All right. It actually takes how long, and you mentioned it earlier. I think this is just, we have to get this out there as far as like sticking with agriculture and your passion for farming you've had since you were a little kid um, and being involved in agriculture since the age of three. How long is this journey from to actually produce a date? Well, Deborah, many people do not realize, but it actually takes date palms 21 years to mature. It takes radishes 21 days. It takes dates 21 years. And a lot of people who plant dates do not realize it takes that long. Uh, they actually have to go through three distinct seven-year periods before they reach maturity. And the first seven years is spent, uh, we, 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 when we plant dates, we plant them from suckers or shoots or pups or uh, whatever, the things that grow from the side of the tree. So, and those are an exact carbon copy clone of whatever tree they come from. So when we plant those little pups or shoots have to stay with the parent tree seven years before they're old enough to be re removed and planted in the field. And then after they're planted in the field, after another seven years, they have shoots of their own. And then we will remove those shoots from those trees after they've been in the ground seven years. 
and that's when the tree begins to produce dates commercially. It'll give you some dates in the meantime along the way, little teasers. But commercially, they'll begin to produce dates after the tree has been in the ground seven years. So really, the tree is 14 years old. But that's only when the tree begins to produce dates. There's still another seven years before the tree will produce its maximum load and maximum quality of fruit. 21 years. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. You know, and you think yeah. about what, I mean, okay, having gone through that, that experience of like dates and you have to be patient as a farmer, right? Indeed. What are some of the, Absolutely. you have to, and, and it's not easy, right? I mean, you faced a lot of different things, but you, you know, who influenced you into going into agriculture when you were, younger or, you know, is there anyone that you could, that stands out that kind of drew you in, you know, kind of pointed you in this direction? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. It goes back to when I was like three or four years old. Uh, I can remember standing on my parents' front porch, looking out and seeing tractors pass by. And I remember this old guy named Willie Brewer. He was born in 1919. I know that because he always told everyone how he was born. He was born in 1919. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Willie Brewer, yeah, he was from Texas. And I can remember, this is, so when I was three years old, I was born in 1962. So, two, three, four, five, six. So, right around when I was about three or four years old, I remember him beginning to tell me, my, you know, year by 1968 or so saying, I was saying, I want to be a farmer. I want to be a farmer. You know, I want to be a farmer. You know, he was not the farmer. He operated the farm equipment. He did not own the farm. But I can remember him saying, he said, Cobb, you can be anything you want to be. I said, really? You can be anything you want to be. He said, you know why? I said, why? He said, because a black man has the right to vote now. Since 1965, it's different. So you can be anything you want to be. And so as a little kid, you know, you believe everything you hear. So right, right. <laughs> I said, I'm going to be a farmer. <laughs> and I started I telling it. everyone. I started <laughs> telling everyone, and I have never stopped. Never, never, never stopped. That's why I say I've been in the agricultural field, the study of agriculture for 58 years, wow. <laughs> ever since wow. I was three years old, and the passion has never left me. <laughs> and you, from that, you went to college, right, out of high school, were involved in yes. agriculture even in high school, and I think that's really yes. important to, like, point out that, you know, showing children at a young age, you know, how to garden, how to, you know, um, farm, farming, you know, teaching them yeah. young and look at how that yeah. affected your life, having this passion, no matter what yes. happened, you know, you continue to have this passion, but I guess that kind of goes into, do you have any, you know, thing that you would say to other people interested in farming or, you know, wanting to, you know, glean from your experiences? Do you have any messages for any of our audience who might be interested in that? Well, if anyone is interested in agriculture or in farming, I would encourage them to get started on their journey today. 
And what I would encourage them to do, you know, if you'd like to be a big time farmer sometime, uh, you start. You may start out with just a, a small time garden. So get the garden growing. Grow the best garden you can. And that's how I started. I started out with a garden, growing beans mm. and popcorn right from the kitchen. And I would encourage people to begin to study what it is you might be interested in growing. Find out everything you can about that. And then, if, you know, slowly build up. One day you may want to buy some land. You know, find out everything about any crop you want to grow, corn. Beans, squash, cranberries, blueberries, dates, in the case I am now, greens, whatever. Find out everything you can about that crop, you know, where it's grown, how it's, how it's managed and everything. Mm-hmm. Study markets and buy tools and get ready and find a mentor. And if you can't find one, contact mm-hmm. me. <laughs> So I love it. that's what that's I would great. say. That's what I would say. <laughs> that's Get awesome. Started. I love that. But, you know, that's so true, you know. And, again, knowledge is power, right? So you went to school. Yeah. You studied, you know, science. I mean, you studied soil management, you know, and there are degrees out there in agriculture. There are lots of degrees out there. <laughs> soil scientists, yeah. you know, there's so many different pieces to this. So, um, and, good yeah. you know, without agriculture, we don't have food. Right, Sam? I mean, it's important. Uh, we have to have food? What was the question? You said we don't have food said, or we need to have I, it? I said without growing, without agriculture, we don't have food. Amen to that. It's, You're right. It's, we are it's done. <laughs> right. I mean, comes from the ground. Um, so that's so important. I used I used to have a bumper sticker on the back of my pickup truck in the late 70s. Oh, I was so proud of that bumper sticker because I wanted to be a farmer. It said, when you sit down to dinner, remember a farmer. I was so proud of that bumper sticker. That was me. When you sit down to dinner, remember a farmer. That is great. I, I want I want a bumper sticker that says that. I, I definitely want one of those. Now, how many acres of, of dates do you have right now on your land? Uh well, my wife and I, we farm 110 acres, and we have 65 acres dedicated to dates at present. And I'm trying to leave the other uh, 40 for my son and my grandson to develop, hopefully, someday. But we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, they will. But uh, we have 60 acres of dates, and we have about 20 acres that are in production now, and the other 40 acres are are developing. They're, they're moving through their 14-year process. I think we planted them uh, four years ago. That is great. So, okay. Now, how can our audience get their hands on your dates there in California? Is there a way to do that? Oh, oh absolutely. You can go to samcobbfarms.com online. You can get, up, uh, get to our website and read all about me and and you can go to the products page and you can check out a few of the products. Now, we have more dates than what are listed up there. So if you're wondering and curious about some other stuff we may have, just call the farm uh, You know, at 760-861-1664. And I will answer the phone myself. And you can talk to me and I'll tell you what we have. We also take phone orders and uh, we can... We're set up for credit cards and all that good stuff. 
So. And, so. and I do want to mention you have a very special date, Black and Gold. Oh, yeah. Developed. It's very unique yes. to you, Sam Cobb Farms. <laughs> yes, Black Gold is only available at Sam Cobb Farms. We found the tree on the side of the road and developed it over the next 20 years and had the name and the date trademarked. So. <laughs> and, you know, that just shows such creativity on your part to, like, oh, there's, you noticed it while you were, on, like, on the side of the road. You just said, oh, there's a, yeah, a date and the Go ahead. I kept my eyes open and used my education. So really, my education is paying. Every day, my education pays. With my degree in agronomy and agricultural education, I use the information I gained in school every day, every day, especially in the desert. I'm an irrigation water management specialist, or I used to be with the USDA, among other things. And I use those skills all the time. All the time. <laughs> That's, yeah. I mean, again, knowledge, right? You learned it. You, you found out about it. You did research. And you are not alone on your farm. You don't have it. It's you and your wife, right? Yes. My wife, Maxine, is my business partner. Uh, she agreed to uh, get into agriculture with me because I gave her a test on our very first date. I got about 300 feet from her mother's front porch, and I said, uh, you know, uh, I need to be honest with you. I'm going to be a farmer, and I hate to waste your time, but I need to just ask you this question. You don't have to answer tonight, but do you think you can see yourself ever being married to a farmer? Oh, I love <laughs> it. Said, I love yes. it. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, we have about a minute left, really quick. We have about a minute left, but I just wanted you to share. You had mentioned a song that kind of impacted your life. Can you share that really quick? Oh, yeah. Back in the 80s, we were having all kind of financial trouble just trying to get started. And uh, we wound up going bankrupt. And Lee Greenwood had just come out with a song in the mid-80s, God Bless the USA. And that I caught on to that song, like I said, just looking for encouraging words. And the be- the beginning of it, it just, it just, oh, it meant so much to me. When it says, if tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. And that was exactly where I was. <laughs> we had lost everything. It had to start wow. again. So that song has a special place in my heart. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sam, for being here today. Hey, you're welcome, Deborah. Thank you. I hope this thing goes viral for you. I sure enjoyed oh. the time with you today. You're wonderful. Thank you so much. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more with America's Heroes Group. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.